Ibrahim. Wow, what a day as far as news are concerned. We'll be focusing this evening on a documentary that has been making the rounds on social media. It was released last week Thursday and it focuses on the issue of racism at Stellenbosch University. It's a 34-minute video and it features various students on campus as well as a lecturer sharing their own personal experiences of racism from university management as well as from fellow students and they've entitled it Leister. We'll be speaking to a student as well as management from the university to find out exactly what is going on there. Also the public protector Ms. Tulima Tansela um, has laid bare the maladministration tender irregularities and the financial mismanagement rot that has ensued at PRASA, which is the public rail agency of South Africa. She did give a, a briefing to the press, uh, quite a lengthy one, uh, where she ironed out and, and spelt out uh, everything uh, regarding the allegations. I think there were about 37 of them, uh, allegations against uh, former CEO Mr. Laki Montana. The public protector, Ms. Tulima Tanzela, will be joining us this evening. Every Monday we bring you the YB20 Youth Debates, but today we're going to be doing it slightly differently. And I think you'll be quite pleased because the young lady we'll be profiling is more than impressive. She actually became a multimillionaire at the age of, wait for it, 25. Multimillionaire at the age of 25 and we'll be speaking to her. She's a serial entrepreneur. Her name is Murenwa Mukhebo and hers is really an inspirational story to motivate and inspire young women in business. But, you know, I think success inspires at all, whether you're a young man or a young woman. So that's what we've got in store for you this evening. But as usual, our number is 089-110-2000. Really keen to hear what's on your mind this evening. Really keen to hear what it is that you are interested in, what you want to comment on uh, when we have our open line. Welcome to it. It's seven minutes after seven. Thousand. Our music, your memories. It's exactly eight minutes after seven o'clock on Radio 2000 Talk. A documentary about racism at Stellenbosch University has got the entire country talking. It's a 34-minute video. It has 32 students as well as a lecturer sharing their personal experiences of racism from university management as well as fellow students. Uh, to speak to us more on this, we've got student Mohammed Shabangu. And later on, we'll also get a response from the university. Uh, but before we get into that, now, here's a snippet from that documentary. I feel like it's wrong to be black. Uh, sometimes I ask myself, when I'm alone, why did God make me black? When a lot can happen in a good way when you are otherwise. I went just to have a beer with mates. Um, I'd already ordered my beer. I uh, went upstairs to the bathroom. As I was coming downstairs, there was a couple of drunk white students. One of them called me I got into an altercation with them. The bouncers obviously pulled me out first because I'm black and I don't know if that's a rule. So now they feel that we are attacking their Africans, of which we are not. They can ask questions in Africans, they can get notes in Africans, as long as the lecturer will proceed and be in English so that everyone has the same understanding. Well there's this idea right when they talk about transformation in Stellenbosch, they're like yeah we actually have been working very hard you know like we have translation devices to accommodate non-African speaking uh, students but like that's bullshit who gave you the power to accommodate me? so they say we are accommodating them into an African's university that's nonsense there's no such thing as African's university they claim 
we must be accommodated by the constitution so that we can have our language and culture. But at the same time, they're so powerful that they're even accommodating the majority. Can't be accommodated, not here. Sure, if you're in France, but not here. Wow, sure, if you're in France, but not here. Uh, joining us this evening, uh, Mohammed, a student at Stellenbosch University. A very good evening, Mohammed, and, and thank you so much for, for chatting to us this evening. Hi, good evening. Good evening. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having us on the line. Now, what is it that you're studying at Stellenbosch? Um, I'm doing my PhD in, uh, in literature. Your PhD in literature. And, and what informed your choice of Stellenbosch as your university of choice? Yeah, I mean that's a it's a very good question. I've I've, I've really I've, I mean I've always um um I've all, I've always understood the issues surrounding um, higher education and and untransformed institutions etc. Um, but I was actually um, requested by no not requested but uh, you know um, asked by my my supervisor um, to, uh, to 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 apply to the university. I knew that Stellenbosch University was in many ways uh, very racist, but I had absolutely no idea <laughs> the extent of the racism. It's one thing knowing you know that knowing something is quite another um, and having having a lived experience of it. So what is it that led to the formation of Open Stellenbosch Movement? But before I, I perhaps even ask you that, what is Open Stellenbosch Movement? Yeah, sure. Um, um, Open Stellenbosch is, um, I mean, we've been defined as a pressure group. Um, uh, uh, we are a collective of students and staff um, that are committed to purging what we see as the oppressive remnants of apartheid um, here at Stellenbosch University and, and, and in the Stellenbosch town. And, and what led to the establishment of, of this movement? Were, were there any specific yeah. um, events that took place or, or did you all just, um, you know, galvanize around this particular issue? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think there were there were a series of events that led to the formation um, of Open Stellenbosch. But I think um, what really kind of um, the the, um, uh, the 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 tipping point, as it were, was um, um, the there was an incident earlier um, this year with the um, with with uh, involving two members of the of, of the of the Open Stellenbosch um, movement um, who were attacked by a group of white Afrikaners. Um, and there was uh, some local coverage in the newspapers um, that uh, attempted to highlight um, the, what what was a race uh, race based violence actually, and there was no response from the university um, at all, um, except you know where it was initiated by um, one or two um, student um, collectives um, here and there. And so we decided at that point, um, and it, that, that it was um, an opportune moment, of course, given, and this was earlier in, in the year, um, given uh, the whole brouhaha with the roads must fall, which brought about uh, a national conversation around uh, transformation in higher education. We thought that that was a, an opportune moment um, to, 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 to begin having these, these conversations. Um, and we found that more and more, the... You, I mean, you, you, you kind of think that you're the only person um, that is experiencing this. And then the more people share their stories, the more you realize that, hang on, there's a whole lot of other people here that are actually feeling exactly the way that I'm feeling about the space, feeling mm-hmm. oppressed um, in the space, experiencing the space as a neo-apartheid space that is characterized by just vitriolic racism from all sides. Um, and, and so, and so, we decided to form this, this movement. And for us, 
um, the movement was a movement for black students with white allies. Um, and for us, black has always been um, not in the uh, in the kind of apartheid understanding of black. For us, black um, is, you know, uh, uh, it includes what we know as colored or Indian, um, people who have a shared experience of dehumanization um, and people who have a shared experience of marginalization and, 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 and who suffer um, in one form or the other. From, um, from white supremacy. Well, give us some examples of, of the type of issues here that you're talking about. Yeah, oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even know where to start. I mean, there's, there's, there's little and small ones, and there are, like, there are a whole lot of personal testimonies, for instance, that you find um, in, the, um, in, the, in the documentary to which you referred earlier, Lester. Um, the documentary speaks about the lived experiences um, of, of students, and those are very personal um, kind of testimonies um, so, but, 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 it, but it goes beyond that. I mean, it goes even to the very, to the very core of the, you know, of, of the university, the institutional culture, incubating a space um, for racists to thrive all around. And, and one example um, that stood out, you'll remember earlier, uh, in fact, it wasn't even that long ago, there was um, a lecturer, um, Anton, uh, I can't remember what his surname is, Dando or something like that, um, but um, he, he, he had sent racist SMS for instance, to um, one of the members of the collective, Yo Swart Moor van die Witte Boer, a student with whom he had had no encounter or any interaction prior to sending that SMS, but he felt that he could send that SMS because he was, um, you know, he was upset about the kinds of demands for institutional redress that he was seeing happening all around him, um, you know, led by black students. And so he decided to send this message. Of course, he was summarily um, expelled or fired by um, the university, and they're very proud of that. Um, But the idea, of course, is that if a lecturer felt that he could send such an SMS to a student, he obviously must have felt that um, there was some kind of collective consciousness that um, that 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 uh, that approved of that kind of sentiment. I mean, of course, if I'm in a minority, if I feel like my view is a minority view, I'm not going to express it, you know, out of fear of being chastised or called out by other people. But if I'm feeling that I'm in a space where I'm not the only one that thinks this, then I can, you know, I can, I've got carte blanche to say um, um, uh, whatever I want, and, and and so that kind of that that is an example. I mean, that's a very mm. kind of I mean, I'm using that that example because it's 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 one that was popular that and it's one that yes. wasn't really touched so you, on in the, in the documentary. So you're, but saying, there, but there are plenty. so you're saying basically, Mohammed, that racism is, is perhaps institutional there. Is this, uh, some, Not perhaps. It most certainly is institutional. Is yes. this something that you've engaged um, formally with the university about? Management? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, we've tried to engage management. There are two faces to management. There is uh, the public um, PR machine, what I what I call the PR machine. So there you will have the vice chancellor, the new vice chancellor, I might add, um, who uh, uh, unabashedly um, speaks about the university in terms of um, the pride that they have, uh, the institution has for how far it's gotten. I mean, this is we're talking about a university that has 70% white students, over 350 professors, only 50 of whom, less than 50 of whom, are black, um, and 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 yet. You know, this is the kind of um, stuff that they peddle. But in any case, we've attempted to engage management, um, but management insists on having engagements on terms that are not 
um, directly uh, um, um, uh, um, um, attentive to the experiences of, 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 of black people. And so they want to have, um, they, don't, they don't want to meet with us as a collective. They want to single out particular individuals. And of course, we know um, what that leads to um, <laughs> in, 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 in other um, uh, um, instances where you've seen with UCT, with, uh, with VITS, um, uh, where people are being singled out. Um, to act as kind of leaders, um, and we don't represent black people in any way. We are a collective of black people, and we we we, we insist on being addressed as such, rather than being singled out um, for for coffee and biscuits in the vice chancellor's office. Mm. Um, and so, no, they've they've rejected our our, our calls and our and our um, and our demands. They have rejected um, every uh, opportunity that we have presented uh, for them to appear. Um, and to uh, uh, for, for engagement, um, what they did do was accept a memorandum of demands that we um, that we issued um, in May, um, late May, and um, and and we have yet to receive any kind of uh, uh, substantive response from the management. The only response that we did get was one that said, uh, and in fact it was a communique to the entire institution, an institution of over twenty-seven thousand students, a communique that said that the university would not engage in any ideological debate um, ab- about the language uh, uh, as a form of exclusion, whether it is pro or anti-Afrikaans. I mean, and that's quite, that's quite a stark, <laughs> a quite uh, you know, an, an, an unequivocal statement. Um, so no, management has not come to the party at all, and they've been, uh, they, they, they have been disingenuous, in fact, um, in suggesting that they are uh, somehow attentive to the needs of black students or that they take... Um, the issues that we present seriously. Now, do do you work alongside the the SRC, or is that something completely separate? Or are they supportive of the Open Stellenbosch movement as well? Mm. Mm. I mean, that's such an interesting question. The SRC is um, can be best characterized as an all white SRC. I think there's about three black people in the SRC, um, and so they don't, in fact, understand what transformation is. Very early on in, in the early formations of Open Stellenbosch, we had uh, the SRC president um, who said that he didn't believe in mass meetings or protests. Um, and so there's this crazy and, 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 and insidious notion that every time black people gather um, or form collectives, um, there's some kind of danger associated uh, with that or that there's some kind of threat to the establishment. Now, now, um, now let, me ask, um, let me ask you this, Mohammed. Why is it yeah. that there are not more black people in, in the SRC? Because that is um, an organ yeah. and an instrument for change as well. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think that that's a very simple. Uh, you know, there's a very simple answer to that. It's just that there aren't any black students in the university. You know, I mean, you're dealing with the universities with seventy percent white students, and these are the very people um, who are responsible for the experiences that we are articulating in the documentary. And so they're not going to vote for you know black students when they when they make it into you, you know when when, um, when when those students stand for 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 election or whatever. I mean, I think there is there is there there's a very kind of um, there's a very deep and profound social um, you know um, um, issue there, um, and I think it, again it, it all comes down to institutional culture. Um, you know, there, there just aren't enough black students to to um, you know to to inspire that kind of that kind of thing. And as well, you've got to remember that um, the black people that are in Stellenbosch um, uh, before the formation of, of Open Stellenbosch were 
um, by and large, um, are very afraid, in fact, of, of challenging um, these institutions. So if only really we came together as a collective, I mean, as individuals, there is no black person that can go up um, and decide to tackle institutional uh, racism by themselves. It's only when we came together as a collective that we became, in fact, um, the thing that now the university sees as a threat. Um, and, and, I, and, and I would, in fact, argue that that is linked to the old um, apartheid categories of understanding that places any kind of mass gatherings of black people under this umbrella of, uh, um, you know, um, uh, uh, threatening uh, civil disobedience, etc. Now, Mohammed, as we round off for, for this evening, you once said in a previous interview that every South African should visit Stellenbosch. Why is that? Oh, I think that if every South African had a chance, in fact, uh, uh, and, and, and the right, and the South Africans that are not, uh, that, that, that don't align themselves with this idea of the Afrikaner folk, um, they should visit um, uh, Stellenbosch. And I think the, the reason for that is that they will then understand, in fact, that this is the birthplace of apartheid and that it continues to produce this type of neo-apartheid space. The, uh, the, remember, seven of apartheid's prime ministers came to Stellenbosch University either as students or as professors. Um, we, I'm, I'm sitting now, you know, and only recently, again, after the formation of Open Stellenbosch, did we have a, a, a plaque of the removal of Favut, um, <laughs> a plaque that was sitting in the statistics building, uh, commemorating sort of, this is the same person who said that the Bantu child, um, you know, had no use mathematics. Um, but now, again, very recently, we have um, in the library an entire um, uh, t- uh, 10 by 3 meter long uh, um, uh, um, a celebration of somebody called uh, Jan Marais, who, as you know, was uh, um, uh, partners with Cecil John Rhodes. Um, and this whole, um, the, 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 the whole idea behind the Yang um, um, uh, com- commemoration is to celebrate what, they, what the university sees as the achievement of the Afrikaner nation. Again, bringing into question the notion that, in fact, not the notion, but the fact that um, Stellenbosch University is, com- is committed to the sustained safeguarding of Afrikaner nationalism in this institution. And so when, when, when anyone from the country comes to visit this place, even the very, um, the very infrastructure of this place, the very architectural design of this place, the, the, the spatial segregation of the space, the laboring black bodies in the space, remind you that there is something deeply um, wrong with, um, with, uh, with, 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 with race in this country. And, and I and think, Mohammed, we'll, we'll leave it at that uh, for this evening. But I really thank you for, for your time. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thanks, thanks very much indeed. And I hope that you continue to, um, you know, to, to probe us on these questions and, and, and call us out where we fall short, um, but also specifically support us um, as we try to advance um, the agenda of transformation. Mohammed, thank you so much. That's uh, Mohammed Shabangu, the student at Stellenbosch University.